the founders had an intuitive understanding that man was fallible, man was easily corruptible. And so they created an institution to kind of check man's worst vices, pit them against each other. And so ultimately, only those things which were truly above board could get through. That said, you bring up in the Constitutional Convention several debates that I think are fascinating that kind of prove that in some sense, the Constitution was really an anti-corruption document and the debates were about checking corruption. Speak a little bit to the Constitutional Convention. Well, a part of the story is understanding how we do not have a Madisonian Constitution. Everybody says it's Madisonian. Um, Madison was the guy left out by the convention. He wanted something which I think might have helped better cure corruption. He wanted, for example, a system of, of filtration where, which would be essentially a parliamentary regime where the chief executive would be chosen by the parliamentarians, roughly, or the congressmen. And we didn't get that. Um, Madison didn't get what he wanted. He nearly let a walkout in the middle of the convention. And what we ended up with something very different, and the reason why we got that was the cleverest fellow there, Governor Morris, told people, look, if this is what you do, you're going to end up with corruption. And everybody said, oh, my God, corruption is the last thing we wanted. And so Morris was able to sell them on the separation of powers. And as well as separation of powers, there was in particular the focus on the executive branch. And you argue that fear of corruption ultimately led to the dominance of that branch and that Governor Morris played an essential role. Explain that. Well, it's all connected with the separation of powers. The idea of a separation of powers was rather than create an overpowerful president, we'll divide up power and so Congress will, will have its role, the executive will have its role. But instead of curbing the power of the presidency, the separation of powers has made that office more powerful still. So we see examples of that, for example, during the reign of good King Obama, when the IRS could do whatever it wanted and, and Congress could sputter with fury, but it couldn't ultimately do very much about it. Whereas in a parliamentary system of the kind that Madison really wanted, it's much easier to keep the prime minister on his toes than a president. The separation of powers in America insulates the president from accountability.